It's time to chat with Grey Cup and President's Ring winning all-star Keon Raymond. Hey, what's up, my people? How's it going? And the one who keeps them going is wife Bianca. Hey, Calgary, let's talk some faith, family, and, and football. football. <laughs> On today's More with the Raymond. On 88.9 Shine FM. And AM 700 Delight, of course. Uh, welcome to another edition of More with the Raymonds. I'm Les Moore, and Bianca, Apple has announced that they've just sold their one billionth iPhone. So that is one iPhone for every seven people in the world. Are you one of them? I am, actually. You're yeah. an iPhone person. I am an iPhone person. Um, our five-year-old Gabrielle has an iPhone. It is, it's it's not activated. She can't make calls, but she <laughs> does communicate with her dad on her iPhone. So, yes, I am a part of that. And my Large co-host, number. oh, cool. Well, and, and Troy host, oh, Troy host. My co-host is Troy Owen. <laughs> uh, are you an iPhone guy? Yeah, I was an iPhone. I was a BlackBerry guy for a long time, and then I learned that there was this thing called Siri, which was a virtual assistant. And I'm like, wait, I can just tell her to remind me of anything, <laughs> anywhere. I'm in. That was it. I don't know, like five years ago. So yeah, I, I really like Apple and their philosophy and their products. Wow, well, I'm gonna have to get into it. I, I have this like old-fashioned LG. Yeah, you're not kidding. He, uh, Troy, said to me one time. Bianca, he just saw my phone and he just kind of, I felt so embarrassed. He said, Les, you got to update that phone, man. What (laughs) is that? Like you take that to an elementary school and kids would be like, huh? Like they wouldn't even know, like serious. Well, it is a smartphone and it does have smart technology. I can do everything you can. I just, it's smaller. Well, at least it's not a flip phone. No. You know. Can you navigate anywhere? Can you GPS stuff on it? I can if I am connected to the network, which I'm too cheap to... <laughs> I pay $15 a month. It's basically wow. a, a telephone for you me. You know what? That, that's phenomenal, though. There's nobody that's paying $15 a month anymore. I'm yeah. trying to say, I need to reevaluate my plan. Yeah. 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 Maybe yeah. go to the LG. Yeah. You know, mm. we'll upgrade one day, but right now, we're, we're, my wife and I just use our phones, basically as phones, and, and that's about it. It's all good. Hey, today on More with the Raymonds, we've got a devotional about being fruit bearers, just as God intended us to be. Uh, also, corporal punishment. Uh, what does the Bible say about that? Our opinions, we're going to talk about that, about spanking. It's also a long weekend and uh, lots of things to do in the city, around Calgary and the uh, area as well. Got a few ideas for you. And music. Uh, we all love music and it's literally a gift from God. So what are we going to be doing with that today, Bianca? Uh, today we are going to have the privilege of listening to a selected song by myself, Troy, and Les. Something from the heart, something very min- meaningful, sorry. And uh, I'm excited for you guys to get a little taste into our world and our, mm. our cars and our homes. Well, that's all coming up after today's Two Minutes with Tony. Antique dealers make their living by knowing what's valuable and what isn't. Dr. Tony Evans says that's a skill many Christians lack. He'll explain why it's so important as we spend two minutes with Tony. The thing that you will always know about a baby is their inability to discern. A baby can be on a carpet. You could put an expensive diamond and a marble. The baby gonna go for the color. The baby gonna go for all the shiny color. The baby's gonna be impressed with the marble. Why? Because the baby doesn't understand the value of a diamond. So you can put both there. He's not gonna choose what's valuable. He's gonna choose what's pleasing to the eye. Let's just suppose I can make a magic wand over this room and you would look the age that you are spiritually. Some of us would be sitting here in diapers, sucking on a pacifier. Why? Because we've not grown up spiritually. We're still functioning 
carnally and we're wondering why there is little deliverance from our high priest in our lives. One of the ways you know you're a baby Christian is you get impressed with the external. You get impressed with the showy stuff. You get impressed with the things that look good. That's why so many of us are in debt because we're impressed with what the store offers, not with spiritual handling of our resources. Dr. Evans has an extensive collection of messages online, something to speak to any need. Browse our library today by visiting TonyEvans.org. And be sure to join us next time for Two Minutes with Tony. Welcome back to more with the Raymonds on AM 700 Delights. Uh, Tony Evans is... Like every single time we play him before we come back into our segments, I'm always uh, kind of rocked. And I always feel like I want to go back to the original source of whatever, wherever that message came from to hear the whole thing. Yeah, yeah. It would be good to sit in on that church. Where is his church? His church is in Dallas, Texas. Okay. He's got a basically a mega church down there. Huh. Uh, his ministry is to urban America, mm-hmm. uh, basically around the world. Um, but he also is the uh, chaplain to either the Dallas Cowboys or to the Dallas Mavericks. I always, wow. I always get mixed up on that. Uh, but he's a very solid teacher. He came out of Dallas uh, Theological Seminary. He's just really solid. He's featured all over the United States. Uh, he was used in one of the uh, presidential um, when you know they n- inaugurated a new president. He he had he had spoken there and prayed, and the uh, focus wow. on the family uh, you know features him a lot as well. He's a gifted guy, gifted cool. guy for sure. Yeah. Well, guys, we're going to get into our faith segment today, and uh, I'm going to ask you, what is your favorite fruit to start off with here? Oh, uh, I, I I love pears. Really? Oh, good yeah. call. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, good call. I like pears, too. Yeah, they're solid, but then they're... Soft. Soft. That's <laughs> yeah. right. Yeah. That's a good one, because pears are one of those uh, fruit that are amazingly good soft. They're, that's when they're juiciest. But if you get a, a unripe one that's crunchy, uh, they're still uh, edible. Yeah. Right. I don't know if it's my heritage, but I would say Saskatoon berries are maybe some of my favorite fruit, or mm. raspberries. I love raspberries. Yeah, yeah. Oh, they're all good. You? <laughs> well, you know, all of those. I'm a berry guy. Yeah, if I can get a, a good Saskatoon berry, blueberries, uh, raspberries. If you get a fresh raspberry right off of the stem, there's nothing nothing quite like it. <laughs> but I like it all. But you know what? I was thinking about apples in the uh, lately because in our backyard... Now, mm-hmm. Bianca, you live in a relatively new house. We live in one that's only two years old. We don't have a tree in our backyard. Do you yet? No, not yet. Yeah. We don't even have our sod down, so no. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so when it rains, it's a mud, uh, it mud pit out there? It is. Yeah. Lots of fun. <laughs> we have sod, but we don't have trees. And so my wife and I always talk about what kind of tree would we like to plant there. And I keep thinking the first thing I'd like to do is plant an apple tree. Nice. And for various reasons. First of all, when it's springtime, they bloom really nicely. They get yeah, nice do. flowers. Yep, they do. And then, of course, as they grow during the summer, you get the excitement of seeing what's what's growing. You get to see the fruit of the tree. And then when they're fully ripe, you can pick these things, of course. And it's the kind of tree that, you know, some are going to fall into your neighbor's yards or your neighbors can maybe pick a few too. Uh, there's no way that anybody could take all of the apples and be selfish <laughs> because my brother who lives uh, used to live in an older part of Edmonton uh, had an apple tree and he literally had thousands of these things wow. to the point where you know they start falling off and, and worms start living in them because there's just you can't keep up right mm-hmm. so I'm thinking it'd be nice to put one in the corner uh, we've got two neighbors that could kind of pick as well. And uh, from that, yeah, you get things like, you know, apple pie, apple jelly, all, all of these kind of fruits. All right? the goods. Yes. And they grow well in Calgary. So I'm thinking maybe an apple tree. Yeah, yeah, they do. 
Now, that got me thinking about uh, what the Bible talks about when it comes to us as believers, uh, brothers and sisters, um, that God's actually called us to sort of be like that tree in a sense. He's called us to be part of his orchard because uh, he refers, as you guys know, uh, to what? We're supposed to bear fruit. fruit. Bear Absolutely. fruit, right? Jesus is the vine. We're told that we're like branches. We're right in with him. But us being Gentile believers, we're like grafted into that vine. The Jews being that original branch, we're grafted in. But God's designed us to bear this fruit. And so um, I'm thinking, you know, if we would obey God and do things his way, follow Mm -hmm. his plan, um, you got to know that when my brother got that massive, massive harvest, it wasn't because you just simply plant the tree and leave it. You got to prune, you've got to water, take care of it. And God does that exact same thing. And I'm thinking, isn't it cool? Don't you think that the Lord then when he's pruning us in life, um, he also expectantly is looking for the kind of fruit that uh, will bear, just like you plant your own apple tree and you can't wait to see what it's going to bear. Do you think God looks at us the same way? Yeah, I think so. I, I, what I think the cool part is, even with uh, in experiencing one another, like we don't know what kind of fruit it, we are going to produce, but God does. So I'm sure he's absolutely excited for the unveiling uh, of every, and to, to see everyone else's surprise as to what we become. Absolutely. And then, you know, just God is constantly working with us and through us on a daily basis. And the things that we go through, um, I mean, I mean, if you talk about the the seed of the apple, you have no idea what it's going to manifest into. You know, it may not look very great to start with, you know, but but it manifests into this wonderful, Mm. you know, great large thing that, like you said, can benefit each and every person that surrounds you. So Mm -hmm. that's an amazing, amazing thing. Absolutely, I I love that thought because one thing you, so both of you, because it's true, maybe you are going to be like a cherry tree. You could be like an apple tree. I could be like grapes. Very good point, Troy, but we don't know exactly what we will bear. But one thing I like about the seed, Bianca, is that that one seed can grow and multiply far more than just one. That's right. And uh, God is capable of doing that through us as well to, to multiply through our lives to do more than just one small thing. Yeah. I think that's the beautiful part of creation that as God created the plants and and all of uh, nature is Mm -hmm. that it's symbolic of uh, our life and our journey and the journey of the Israelites and and where we are today. I think we can often look to nature and be inspired as to how God looks after us, you know, even clothing the the lilies of the field and looking after the birds of the air, Um, that there's a lot of symbolism uh, uh, how, how we can be... Um, encouraged mm-hmm. by nature and something like a seed. It's really fascinating. Mm. Absolutely. Jesus said in John 15, verse 5, he says, uh, you are the vine, we are the branches. Uh, if, you re- if I remain in you and you remain in me, you'll bear much fruit. And then he says, apart from me, you can do nothing. Isn't mm. that amazing? Mm. Mm-hmm. Powerful. Apart from me, you can do nothing. Amen. So true. I love the verse that also says that in in Christ we can do all things. We can all through we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. So mm-hmm. it's quite a neat balance that if we just submit ourselves to Him, uh, He wants to and He will do great things. Fruit. He, Jesus also says somewhere in the, the Book of John He talks about fruit that should remain. You know, I, I want you to bear fruit mm. and fruit that will remain. Mm-hmm. Um, and it'd be interesting to see exactly how He measures that. You know. So I think in in application too for us as people, sometimes God is going to try to prune some things off and, and, and move them away from your life and just be open to that, that we are seeds that have grown. We have been tended in, in the garden of heaven uh, and our heavenly gardener 
uh, our Father God is going to sometimes prune some stuff out of your life and graft some things in. Be open to that. That's mm. right. And, and and we don't always understand it, but it is a part of growth and just allowing that thing to happen and allow God to do what it is that he's doing in yeah. our lives. So mm. absolutely. Amen. Absolutely. This is more with the Raymonds. I'm Les Moore. That was Bianca Raymond, our featured guest, and Troy Owen, my co-host. And uh, you can always follow us on podcasts or on SoundCloud as well. Look for more with the Raymonds. We're going to be right back and we're going to be talking about corporal punishment. And I, I know and understand that this can be a very very controversial thing. The Bible is very clear about the teaching, uh, but not everybody wants to accept uh, that biblical teaching on it. So we're going to talk about corporal punishment the way we see it. It's coming up on the other side of this break on AM 700 The Light. Welcome back to More with the Raymonds on AM 700 The Light. It is Saturday and we are happy to have you with us. We're uh, heading into some conversation around what is known as corporal punishment, maybe uh, a little less formally as spanking or disciplining. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's it, there's some controversy around it, and that's just the reality. Well, the Bible calls it a rod. And uh, one verse that I always <clears throat> have on the top of my head is, you know, sparing the rod, you, uh, you hate your child. And um, it's, it's something that uh, I think is important to talk about because we kind of got into it last week, Bianca. Yes, we did. Uh, and then we kind of said, well, let's park it, and we'll talk more thoroughly mm-hmm. about it um, next week. Now, you have four kids. Yes. I have two. I've needed to incorporate it a little bit. I can tell you a bit about my side later, mm-hmm. but uh, I've met your children. And you know what? I can I can always vouch for a family when you can... It's not about how uh, polite kids are necessarily, because they can be trained to be polite, and then when they get home, they could be total rascals or, right. or whatever. But uh, when you're in somebody's home, and you can also see that they're respectful to their mom and dad, and they're, they're living well, and they're also good outside, and they're, they're contributors to society, you know that mom and dad are doing something well. So I've always envied you guys for mm-hmm. that. That. So I'm very curious about what is what is the Raymond perspective on corporal punishment? Well, I would just like to say that um, maybe a few years back, probably in the beginning of Keon's career when we had first moved here and, you know, kind of first establishing ourselves in our name, um, I had posted something on Facebook and it was it was actually just a picture of a mom spanking her child. And then the quote said something about spare the rod, spoil the child, had the, the Bible verse on there. Hmm. And I posted it and I probably said something like, absolutely, it worked for me. It will work for my children, you know. And I got some backlash. I actually had two people in my inbox who were come to find out were fans of the football team, the Sam Peters. And she really just came down on me and was like, that's not appropriate. Wow. Um, that's not fair for you to do. That's abuse. And I was just really taken wow. back. You know, everybody's entitled to their opinion and perspective on, on um, parenting and discipline. Sure. Um, but for myself, I was absolutely raised where when you do something wrong, and it has to be something terribly wrong, obviously, when you would get that, that sort of discipline. And I, too, feel the exact same way for my children. Um, and, and I'm always big, and I like to tell people, you know, you absolutely want to wait until you calm down. You never spank a child, you know, the minute the situation or whatever happens. You want to wait until you can kind of process. Because sometimes you're just angry, and, and the spanking's not even necessary. Sometimes uh-huh. it's just a conversation needed. Um, but also, it's not supposed to be a painful thing. Um, I think that's another mis, you know, perception that people have is when you spank your child, it's supposed to hurt them or bruise them Mm. or, you know, they're supposed to feel it when in reality, I feel like it's just supposed to be, um, some sort of, um, 
what's the word that I'm looking for? Like shock um, to, is that what you mean? Like to shock them in a, in a sense or? Well, yeah, you know, it's just supposed to be a, a, a wake up. Wake up, yeah. You know what I mean? It, it doesn't necessarily have to hurt. You don't have to, I mean, when I was growing up, it was like, you, you got spanked throughout the entire conversation. Like my mom would talk to me. Didn't I tell you not? Like that's too much. Well, I, you know what yeah. I mean? I, I felt like we had to add a, a sound effect to that. <laughs> Didn't I tell you yeah, to? You know, exactly. You know that that's a bit. Oh much. my goodness! Yeah. Um, but I turned out okay. Yeah. You know? yeah. But just you know, a a couple, one, two. Yeah. You know, and you explain to them what it was for. And that's again, right. it has to have been something just. To for that, that cause. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. Which would be what? What would be a just cause? I think, okay, so like for say example, say um, Gabby was standing on a stool next to a window that was open. Wow. You know, and you can die from that. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And so, Gabby, you might want to come down. Do not do that. You know what I mean? And then if she does it again, maybe then you want to give her two you know, two spankings and to let her know that it's important for her to know that, you know, you can't do that. You will get hurt. And then I think there's something that triggers in them where you said it the first time and I did it again, but I got a spanking the second time. So I probably won't do it again. And that was a big deal. That's something that you yeah. can't just brush under the rug. Yeah. Right. That's what I meant by the shocking thing, because um, the first time I had to spank my uh, second daughter, Amanda, who really is really well behaved. Yeah. I think I've only ever had to do what you're describing twice. Uh, the first time it happened where she it, she showed complete rebellion, Bianca. Yeah. I think rebellion is one of those times where, where a spank is necessary. I had come home after a long day and I had said, hi, I'm home. And uh, my wife had asked me to try to get everybody to the table. And Amanda was only two and she wouldn't listen and she said no and I said Amanda come to the table now please no and she ran at me and she hit me hard and I had never yet uh, spanked her and I I, I pointed at her and I said Amanda and I was calm I said you don't do that to daddy and I turned her around physically nicely and I just gave her a swat it was nothing painful like you said on the bum on the bum and she turned around and the look in her face she was completely brought out of that rebellion and she just she had complete submission and that what we said last week kind of like a healthy fear like of dad and a respect and she went right to the table and you know what I don't think I've ever had to do it again because she learned that's just the thing Hmm. it's not necessary all the time you know when you're doing it at the appropriate times where they where they respect you and they understand and know that if ever they got out of line that could be an option you know towards discipline who wants to be hit I mean come on now don't please don't don't hit me yeah you know so once you wake them up and they understand and they have that health level of respect for you it's not needed like my my son's 13 and i mean good lord it's been ages Hmm. it's been years i think it's interesting dr daniel amen is a uh, neurologist uh, in the states i believe he's he's got clinics all over the united states but uh in reading one of his books he, he talks about the three things that make a meaningful impression or or that make something memorable to the mind Mm -hmm. that's either something that is dangerous something that is pleasurable or something that is important. So yeah. if the brain if the brain receives it as important, you'll remember it. That's if right. it receives it as dangerous, it can override all kinds of brain function. So maybe I'm going along and thinking you're talking about something and then there's a huge bang. Everything that I was thinking or doing about is totally out the window yeah. and 
You know, you ever have that when you have a conversation with somebody and then something happens, you're like, what were we talking about? Yes, absolutely. It's the it's a way of interrupting the mind. So I think for kids, when if they're not interpreting something as important mm-hmm. and it's not dangerous and it's not pleasurable, then they may not even understand it and they'll do, they'll do it again. So I think p- perhaps like psychologically, the, the component um, of, of physical, a, a bit of physical distress helps to imprint the words you're saying or the action that was taken as now being dangerous. That's fantastic. So I think it might help concrete it into the mind. I, I, be, I believe that's part of the, the mental process of having a physical affliction um, joined with uh, an experience or something that happened. That's a fantastic sp- perspective. I think also um, there's absolutely a sense of, you know, an abuse of, corporal punishment totally. you can absolutely abuse that and 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 you don't want to do that because then you start running into issues where they're having um uh, confidence issues mm. yeah. you know they feel yeah. like they can't talk to you yeah um because everything that they say they're being approached or everything that they do wrong they're being approached with this with this sort of discipline so you absolutely yeah. don't want to do it and you want to manage it um wisely because um if if misuses you know, happens, then, you know, it can absolutely turn them the wrong way. Oh, yeah. yeah. Bianca, do you think it's important uh, to identify what part of the body should be spanked? Because some people say it, it should definitely be on the behind. Others say the the hand. Yeah. Others say never hit the hand. Yeah. Um, how do you feel about it? For me, I think it should absolutely be on the behind. Strictly, you know, strictly on the behind. No sense in hitting the hand or any other area of the body to me. It's just, mm-hmm. you know, it's... Uh, no. My dad had it. the belt, and I got it on the behind. My yeah. mom had the wooden spoon, and I got it on the behind. And all I had to do was hear her go to her drawer and oh, wrestle yeah. through. And oh, I, yeah. I was already, I was already repentant. Oh, yeah. oh mama. Oh, yeah. oh mama. <laughs> or you hear the belt chain, ling ling. You yeah. know to get it together yeah. really fast. Absolutely. Get it together. Get it together. Yeah. That's right. Mm. Yeah. I think it. I think you you nailed it earlier, Bianca, when you talked about like it's not always necessary. And I think a parent who thinks that anytime they need to discipline, it has to be a spanking. I think they're missing the point. And I think those who don't like corporal punishment, who may be listening to us right now mad, infuriated, uh, needs to understand that in the Christian, I think in the biblical context, we understand there are other types of disciplines. There are times you have to withhold something from your child. There's a time where they need to be separated from the family in a timeout of some kind or a grounding of some kind. Uh, Perhaps there has to be some kind of uh, penance that they may have to pay for what they did wrong. And a spank isn't necessarily necessary, but sometimes... I believe it's when there's complete rebellion. And I liked your example about when they're going to, you know, run risk of safety. That's right. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. Hmm. Fantastic. You mentioned uh, the clear warnings. Uh, Focus on the Family has seven steps that they uh, want parents to know about when it comes to corporal punishment. A clear warning beforehand is always one of them. Um, Establishing responsibility is the second. So it's important for your child to own up to their misbehavior. That has to be a part of it. Um, They say never do it in front of their friends. So never embarrass. That's right. Yeah. That's another um, misunderstanding my parents had. Old school, they believe you embarrass me, I'm going to embarrass you. Wow. But I don't believe that's right. So you got it in the supermarket? Oh, wherever. Wherever (laughs) I decided to show my behind, she was going to whoop it. (laughs) Yes, indeed. But I don't, I I agree. I don't agree with that. I don't think you should do it in front of their friends. I, Personally, I don't think it's something that should be done in front of their siblings either because then you have that whole teasing thing that happens. Gotcha. And again, you sh- you never want to do anything that's going to break down a child's confidence. You know, so 
And there needs to be a clear conversation that happens either before or after that discipline. That way they understand the purpose behind it and why you did it. Mm. And nine times out of ten, almost always, 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 my kids always come right back to me. Mm. You know, you have that moment right after where you feel bad as a parent, you know, and you kind of want to go and talk to them and see if you can cheer them up right after. But it's not even necessary. They always come right back Mm. to you as if, you know, nothing ever happened. A good rule of leadership is praise in public, discipline in private. I think Very that good. applies to parenting, too. Love that, love that. Yeah. Number four, they say, is communicate communicate your grief. So make sure your kids know that more than being angry, you're disappointed and heartbroken when they've disobeyed you, and that's yeah. what led to the uh, mm. the spank. Uh, they suggest just flicking your wrist in, in, in the spank. Like, it's a, it's a wrist flick. It's not a full wind-up, yeah. you know, like baseball, you know, swing kind of thing. Um, look for a sincere repentance from your child. So that's what you're talking about. That's Give right. them their time to process. That's Very right. important for them to think about their actions, etc., and then come back to you. Like you said, that's that's really important. And number mm-hmm. seven, unconditional love. Um, just important for you to go back to them at some point. Uh, encourage them, love them, hug them, kiss them. And uh, my pastor in Puerto Rico used to always say that when he would uh, have to use a spank, he would always pray with them before and after. Wow. And, uh, you know, I'm sure the kid's prayer was much different than the dad's. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord God, may this not hurt. But um, truly, truly, I think you can look at the fruit of, a, of, a, of spanking when it's not abusive, yeah, right. and it bears fruit. It helps raise kids into into adulthood through their teen years into adult, to respect authority. And, and that's just the reality. I mean, as we become adults, we can't just, you know, live this life doing absolutely whatever it is that we want to do. We have to take responsibility, and if we don't, there will be punishment. So mm-hmm. that's the reality. My great grandmother uh, on my mom's side had a great saying that we that I heard often growing up, uh, and it's a reality. If you don't listen, you'll feel, and that doesn't necessarily mean specifically with with a spanking. But uh, that that uh, that oven is hot. If you don't listen, you'll feel. That's right. You know, it's like my brother with the router blade and dad's in the in grandpa's shop. It's hot. Don't touch it. Well, Tyson didn't listen and he felt. <laughs> so sometimes I think that's a good principle. That if the world treats us that way, you know, maybe there's something to be learned there. Yeah. This is more with the Raymonds. That was my co-host Troy Owen and our featured guest uh, with the Raymonds. We normally have Keon Raymond with us as well, but he's out in Toronto playing for the Argonauts in the double blue. And uh, his wife, Bianca, is our featured guest now uh, more regularly as you are staying in in the city of Calgary. Uh, how, how's it going for you this summer without your husband and the, and the, and the dad of the home? How's, how's it going? You know what? It took some adjusting, but now that I have adjusted, I kind of have a schedule. Ah. I'm able to even work out now. So you know life hey. is good when you're able to you Fit know do a in. little something extra for yourself. Yeah. Totally. So we're all good now. Awesome. We're all good. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. Awesome. And uh, we want to remind you that uh, you can always uh, give us your feedback. We'd love to know what you think about this topic. Uh, if you feel like we've missed the point or if you're on par or on on, uh, on point with us as well, give us a call uh, during the workday week or during the week work week, that is, or uh, email me at less.more at shinefm.com. We're going to take a short break. We'll be back talking more about this long weekend. Things to do in and around Calgary. You may have your own ideas, uh, but then again, maybe you're looking for some ideas. We're going to share some with you on the other side of this break. Stay tuned. Welcome back to more with the Raymonds on AM 700. The Light, I'm Les Moore. My co-host, Troy Owen, Keon Raymond, Bianca Raymond, our featured guests, and in studio today is Bianca. And uh, it's a long weekend. All right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Gotta love a long weekend. Who doesn't? So whether you're out going camping somewhere in the beautiful country that we live in, or maybe 
scooting down to Montana saying, I don't care what the exchange rate is. I love going down to Montana. Hello. Yeah. <laughs> well, enjoy that, Les. It's yeah, be- thank you. beautiful down there uh, along the Going to the Sun Road if you want to take that beautiful mm-hmm. highway. It's awesome. Now, uh, but the nice thing is within our own city, we have so much going on during the summer, whether it's festivals or events or just enjoying the beauty of Fish Creek Park down in the south end or Princess Island Park that we talked about last week, Bianca. But there's a lot of stuff going on around the city this weekend that is a little more formal. Yeah, I absolutely love living here in Calgary. I don't know if we just didn't get out enough in St. Louis, but Mm. it seems like there's always something to do here, uh, family-oriented. And and one of the things for you guys to get out and do, it looks like... um, so today, uh, Inglewood Sunfest is a great event that you all could do um, from 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. this today. Yeah. Uh, Shauna Femme is going to be there. And I've been to the Sunfest a few times. And so you can check out our family fun zone and uh, your kids will have a whole bunch of uh, fun there. Basically, it's a street fest with vendors and food and uh, trinkets that you can buy and artisan things. That's a fun one. Yeah, I love Inglewood. I love what they've done with uh, with refurbishing it. It's really come a long way. The Nash restaurant down there, it'd be fun to, to make it down there. The Calgary International Blues Festival is also on from today through tomorrow. And uh, it's, uh, yeah, more great music and great, great blues. So that's at Shaw Millennium Park. Um, one of the uh, beautiful uh, Islamic countries that uh, has really kind of bridged with Western world is Turkey. And they've got their ninth Calgary Turkish Festival uh, running this weekend as well. Uh, goes straight through, um, trying to see, it's today and tomorrow from 11 a.m. till uh, the evening at Eau Claire Festival Plaza. So you can head on down to Eau Claire and enjoy their, their food, their hospitality, their culture, heritage, all that kind of stuff. It'll be kind of neat. So it looks like also, um, if you did not get enough of the stampede the first couple of weeks of this month, um, you get to enjoy more. (laughs) There's a Strathmore stampede happening today until Monday as well. So get out and enjoy that. Yeah. More chuck wagons. All right. (laughs) So yeah, that's uh, today until Monday. So you have the whole long weekend. Uh, in Cochrane, there's the Ranch Days Festival. So that's a, a free celebration um, of Ranch Days in Cochrane. So that's kind of a nice little drive up uh, Highway 22 into Cochrane. So that's today till 4 o'clock. Uh, and if you're listening at 5, you can hop in on that on Mon- uh, Sunday or Monday, noon till 4. Uh, Canmore's got their Folk Music Fest. You can go check that out. It's today till Monday, and they got a free pancake breakfast. And uh, just getting to the mountains uh, to do anything, I think, is always a good time. But uh, totally, yeah, you can do that. It's at their Centennial Park, and it's a beautiful setting if you want to get some folk music, uh, like we're listening to right now. Are you folky, uh, Bianca? I no, no, I'm not. <laughs> I'm, not I'm not folky at all. <laughs> I'm not folky either. Actually, I love. Is folk that music. a word? Fo- folky. It is now. Okay. <laughs> okay, and so August first, um, there's the Heritage Day Festival um, at Olympic Plaza. Um, looks like there's going to be f- performances, um, ethnic food if you love it, um, unique handcrafts, um, great fun for the family. And you may not know this, but we have a St. Patrick's Island. It's accessible through East Village. I've been there. It's new. Is it ever nice, guys? I, yeah, oh. I've never know, been. I, yeah. Yeah, I yeah. heard about this. Well, there's a long weekend island escape. So we the idea is that you don't need to uh, leave town to enjoy a party on the beach. So uh, Trout Beach on St. Patrick's Island will be full of family fun events. 
Uh, and last, you know, they've redone Bones Park, which, by the way, if you guys haven't been to Bones, it's one of the gem parks in the in the city. Okay, beautiful, but because of the floods, it being right beside the Bow River, it, right. got, it got devastated. Right. They've, re- they've redone it. Uh, they've got a new little train there, and they've got anyway. They got their uh, Bones, uh, sorry, their Bones Heritage Day Street Festival. So the park is one thing; their street festival is altogether different. It's so be, the Bones Street Festival is a bonus. It is a it's bonus. a bonus, baby. <laughs> bonus. <laughs> That's on Monday from eleven till four, right on uh, Bones Road. Uh, easy. To to get there when you're going down TransCanada and all that. Bonas is one of Calgary's oldest um, neighborhoods, by the way. Oh, wow. And uh, so you can check that out. And uh, yeah, they, they, they'll... It's kind of more eclectic. It's a little bit more, uh, got a bit of a vibe. So you'll have a lot of fun there if you if you go check out that one. Just a few ideas uh, for what you can do this long weekend. So Fantastic. what do you figure you guys are going to do? Because I won't be here. I'll, I'll, I think we're going to go to the Blues Festival. I love blues deep down in my soul. Yeah. Yeah. Is there going to be food? I, I missed that. There's Guaranteed. always food. Always okay, yeah. Food. So, yeah, I'm going. Blues and food <laughs> is my life. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm actually learning how to play harmonica. So Are you really? Yeah, yeah. Learning dun, instruments dun, 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 good. Dun, dun, dun. Wow, wow. <laughs> <laughs> you got it. Calgary's uh, most notorious blues uh, club kind of closed down, and then they've kind of revamped it and kind of included, not kind of, they've actually included it as part of the uh, new music. What is this? The Bell Music uh, uh, Museum. No, no, it's not a museum. It's a it's a performing arts center. Uh, oh, now I'm forgetting. Uh, right by the Saddle Dome. It's the new. Anyway, I'm forgetting the official title. Canadian. Yeah. Yeah. Me too. But it's all designed about you know letting more artists kind of perform, and blues is kind of like one of their special and jazz, jazz. So I'm talking about the King Eddie, and they've incorporated yes, that into yes. the uh, new Canadian music. Uh, nah, I can't remember. I can't so. remember either. Oh, <laughs> Look at us. Anyhow, that's why we got to go. That's right. I was going to put you on the spot and say, tell me one of your favorite blues artists from the past. BB King. BB King, the best. Yes, very indeed. nice. Uh, Fats Domino, does he count? Or is he more a rock? I don't, I don't know. know. I don't know either. Oh, come know. on. Oh, come on. <laughs> I didn't just date myself, did I? <laughs> I get an old John Coltrane. That's my That's my, That's my. my jazz. <laughs> well, with all this music talk, uh, our next segment, normally we talk football. We're going to take a break from football uh, today, and we're going to get into some music. Now, now Bianca, I'm going to put you on the spot, because last mm. week you called me and said, you know, um, I'd like us to do a segment again on music, and tell us why. I think it's just so important. Um, it's 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 a little snippet into our lives and who we are personally. Um, and music, I know for myself and probably others as well, is something that really just brings me out of whatever mood I'm in. Mm. You know, sometimes when you're sad and you just want to feel that emotion, you can put on some music that you know mm-hmm. that 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 correlates with that feeling. Um, and so I just absolutely love music for that purpose. And I think it's important for you guys to know what's happening in the Raymond car, the Raymond <laughs> house. You know, we get to be nosy and see what Troy listens to. Yeah. So this is going to be fun. I'm excited about this awesome. segment. Fantastic. Well, that's coming up after the short break we got here. This is more with the Raymonds on AM 700. The lights. Stay tuned. Welcome back to more with the Raymonds on AM 700 Delight. You are listening to Bianca Raymond, the wife of Keon Raymond, former Stampeder. We have less. More, more here in the building <laughs> and Troy Owen we are about to do our music segment I hope you guys are just as excited as I am see I can't even get my words out <laughs> no no you're doing fantastic uh, she should be in radio uh, for a profession she is kind of I've got to throw yeah, something your way I've been meaning to tell you this now one of Keon's former teammates current Calgary Stampeder Duran Mayo yeah. you know his wife absolutely she's a radio girl is she yes for what station I don't, well no she used to in the states do oh, radio okay. and she's moved up here kind of looking for because I talked to drawn about that one time he said is there any like openings because my wife did radio in the states and I, i've always intended on having huh. that conversation with her oh, wow. 
So you can t- t- tell her you're I doing radio. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll let her know. But then Patricia Parker. She does radio as well? She used to do radio. Oh. Really? Didn't you t- say that she was here once before? She's done an interview with I you? I interviewed her when you spoke at the uh, Faith and Family Football event in Airdrie a couple oh. years ago. She was uh, a guest, and I was told to talk to her because of the conversion of her husband to the faith and uh, and how she uh, has been such an incredible support for him. So that was a great interview. Wow, See? cool. Popular backgrounds, radio. <laughs> totally. Well, yeah. part of radio, of course, is music. So I'm also excited, Bianca. Way to put this together. Thanks. I think, uh, are you going to kick us off? Okay, I music? absolutely can. Yeah. For sure. Okay, so my song is um, done by a guy named Brian Courtney Wilson. And the title is called Worth Fighting For. And this song just really speaks to me. I absolutely have it on repeat in my car um and it's just talking about god's love and his purpose in your life and your purpose in general in life and Mm. never giving up all right you know god is worthy and you have no idea what god has in store for you so just keep on fighting because everything is worth fighting for here he is brian courtney wilson worth fighting for on the light deep in my despair to show Never leave me there. You claim me cause I was made for so much more. I am your child, and I'm worth fighting for. Oh, heavy with the weight of my mistakes, you carried me and refused to let me sink under the pressure. You meant for me to soar. I am your child, and I'm worth fighting for. Eyes haven't seen, ears haven't heard all you have planned for me, and nothing can separate me from your love. When there's so much more. Still worth fighting for Now I'm moving By faith and not by sight Towards victory By the power of your might You're straightening out my path And opening every door I am your child And I'm worth fighting for Eyes haven't seen So much more, yes. Yeah. Eyes haven't seen, ears haven't heard. All your plans for me, and nothing can separate me from your love. When there's so much more, still worth fighting for. That's why I'm pressing. Towards the marks, cause the calling on my life is worth fighting for, and I'll keep my mind stayed on you, Jesus, because the peace it brings is worth fighting for, and I'll be faithful to my wife and children, because my family is worth fighting. No, this world is not my 
Would that be his son at the end? I'm not sure, but wow. it's so touching. Yeah. So touching. Eyes haven't seen. Hmm. You know, uh, white boy over there in the corner. <laughs> yeah. In the color of those shorts. Coral. Coral shorts. You got to admit, seriously, growing up here in Western Canada, um, when we hear uh, the music from urban America, I mean, the the richness, the depth, the, uh, the passion that they sing with and... In black gospel, you—it's amazing, isn't it? Yeah, it's so touching. I, I had uh, did a lot of chamber choir singing, choral singing through high school, um, and uh, and some private vocal training and stuff. And I always love listening to those types of groups because of the way they use syncopation and rhythm, even within lyrics. That's right. Um, to create movement, and uh, you can hear the same phrase over and over and over, and let that minister to you when it's done in such a way that it, it goes somewhere and it's not stagnant. And it's, mm. it was beautiful. Thanks for sharing that, Bianca. No worries. I love and, it. And so that's what you guys are like, hearing in your car these days? I'm telling you, it's on repeat. <laughs> <laughs> it's on repeat. That's, that's awesome. fantastic. Imagine your kids hearing that kind of thing and, and just the, uh, the gospel truth that they're learning. You know, they're listening to a song like that, looking around the, the car, and they're like, yeah, this, this family that loves me and I love, it's worth fighting for. Thank you for sharing that one. No very, worries. Very awesome. I'm excited to hear you all selection. Yeah. Well, so I'm going to, uh, believe it or not, and this is not a cop-out. This is not a cop-out. We did this back in September with Keon, and uh, his selection, I believe, was a Marvin Sapp song. Yeah, it was. Yep. Mine was Matthew West. This is part of the uh, regular rotation here on the light, and I put it on the light because I, I felt like it uh, it ministers pretty powerfully. Uh, it's a song that he calls "Family Tree," and when I heard it, and I think about like sins, and um, despite whatever kind of family you grew up with, uh, you're not held bound to that. You can be free, whether there's been abuse or anything like that, certain type of sins, or even religion, whatever. You can be set free because God sets you free. Let's take a listen to "Family Tree," Matthew West on the light. You didn't ask for this Nobody ever would Caught in the middle of this dysfunction It's your sad reality It's your messed up family tree And now you're left with all these questions Are you gonna be like your father was And his father was Do you have to carry
I guess I didn't really explain why that is a significant song to me, even though it's been on the air for about a year now. It's just a, uh, I was the first Christian in my family, and uh, we um, grew up in a very uh, traditional religion that uh, I felt kind of binding. And uh, I was set free by the Lord, of course, knowing the gospel, hearing the gospel, responding to the gospel. And then my mom and dad came to know the Lord. One of my sisters came to know the Lord. And uh, we're starting to see, like, our first niece came to the Lord. One of our nephews has come to the Lord. And by coming to the Lord, I mean leaving religion and and having a relationship with Jesus Christ, Mm -hmm. a personal relationship, uh, to be born again. And so, Matthew Mm -hmm. West, when I hear that, it's like uh, it ministers to me because I felt like I was the one uh, who changed the legacy of our family, get away from religion and have a relationship with God. Wow. Absolutely. What a great song it was and a great message as well. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, a lot of us need to be reminded that our past has absolutely nothing to do with who we are right now today. God mm-hmm. is making us new each day, so that song directly speaks to that. Amen. Yeah. Yeah, Troy, what was your choice here? Uh, we're going to be listening to a song by Hillary Scott, and she has recently uh, featuring the Scott family, so this is a bit of a family tune, um, uh, called Thy Will, uh, based on the, uh, obviously, thy, thy Will Be Done on Earth As It Is in Heaven as part of the... Uh, as part of the Lord's Prayer. And so this is a a beautiful song that meditates on the strength of how we were taught to pray by Jesus. I'm so confused I know I heard you loud and clear So I followed through Somehow I 
understand that my broken heart is a part of your plan. When I try to pray, all I got is her and these four words. Thy will be done. Thy will be done. a beautiful song Troy thanks so much yeah Hillary Scott she did a beautiful job and these lyrics are something that I almost need to yell at myself sometimes and saying I'm just trying to make sense of all of your promises sometimes I gotta stop remember that you're God and I am not mm. amen that just rocks me the verse that said uh, I know you're good but this doesn't feel good right now oh mm-hmm. absolutely yeah that, absolutely. that yeah that resonated for sure mm-hmm. especially for me right now with Keon being away this song just like 
Tell me who it is again. I'm, I'm going to have to put yeah. this on Hi- my playlist. Hillary Scott. Absolutely. Hillary Scott. Yeah, because life is hard, you know. But huh. to know and understand that, you know, it's all God's will. It's all his purpose. And thy will be done at the end of the day. Yeah. Mm. So amazing. like even just the opening of the song. And um, I know I, I heard you loud and clear. So I followed through. And somehow I ended up here. And I don't want to think. And I may never understand that my broken heart is part of your plan. Mm. When I try to pray, all I've got is hurt. And these four words, thy will be done. Thy will be done. Mm-hmm. So we heard Brian Courtney Wilson, uh, worth fighting for, uh, Matthew West and uh, Family Tree. And that last one was Hillary Scott uh, and Family, Thy Will. That's actually featured on uh, Shine FM as a regular song. Yeah, it's beautiful. Playlist. It's good stuff. Uh, did you know that Bianca Raymond sings? I Yes, we heard her <laughs> sing a rendition, uh, Amazing Grace, and I thought it was C.C. Weinman, so probably No, it was actually Jesus Loves You. Oh, was Jesus it Jesus Loves, loves Me? me. Loves yeah. me. Uh, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's okay, but I did not know that you sang. You just revealed that now. Mm. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Mr. Chamber Music. I, I, think, <laughs> I think we should hear a bit. <laughs> <laughs> we got we to build up to that. <laughs> Uh, we'll let it happen. We'll let it happen. It'll come out. <laughs> It'll come out one day. It'll come out. All right. Well, listen, thanks for joining us today for more with the Raymonds here on AM 700 Delight. We want to remind you, of course, we have podcasts that you can go check out as well. Find us on SoundCloud too. And uh, we're always open to feedback. If you'd like to uh, tell us how these songs have ministered to you or how the show in general ministers to you, you can always write to me at less.more at shinefm.com. Uh, give us a call during the uh, work week at uh, 403 276 one 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 one, and uh, of course we're both on. We're all on social media. You can find us there. Just typing in our names will will pop up. So, uh, Bianca, we're going to throw it your way, and we're going to ask you to uh, share a final word with us today, ma'am. Yeah, absolutely. I just like to just say that um, Troy's song actually is a wonderful, wonderful way to close us out. I'm mm. um, just understanding and knowing that you know, in life things get hard. You know, yeah. we we go through our troubling times or whatever. But just understanding and knowing that thy will be done um, at the end of the day, God's purpose and his plan will lead us. And that's where we will ultimately be and be glad in that. Amen. So thy will be done. Amen. Thanks for joining us today. Have a great long weekend. Next week, Troy, you are in the uh, saddle. You're going to control things. And uh, hope you have a fantastic program next week. Thanks, God Les. bless you. Thanks for coming in again there, Bianca. Thanks so okay. much for having me. Bless you guys.